0: Welcome to Right On Track, a songwriting podcast. Thanks to Tone for tuning in. I'm Demi Michelle Schwartz, and I'm thrilled you're joining me on my songwriting journey. So kick back and relax, don't fall flat, and remember, stay right on track. welcome back to Right on Track. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. Joining me today is Annie Dresner. Hey, Annie. Hi, how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? Very well, thank you. Well, I'm so excited you're joining me on the show today because we have lots to chat about. But before we dive into all the specifics, can you share with the listeners a little about yourself and how you got started in music?
1: Sure. So, um, well, I'm speaking to you right now from Cambridge, England, where I live. But I'm originally from... New York City, um, from Manhattan. And I wound up here, uh, through an open mic. I met my husband at an open mic in New York and, um, and yeah, so I've been living here for the past 12 years, but I started doing music, uh, well, originally like very young singing and playing piano. And I started writing music when I was 18 and, uh, haven't really stopped since. So I learned how to play guitar out of a Simon and Garfunkel book uh, on my, the night of my high school graduation. And uh, yeah, and anyway, that's sort of how I started doing what I've been doing.
0: That's amazing. And I know you're also into photography, which I want to chat more about with you. So what got you into photography and how do you pull that into your music career?
1: Well, I always also liked doing photography. I used to always have Um, like a film camera on me Um, and my favorite kind of photography was taking like street photography and kind of candid journalistic style photography Um, and I kind of feel like it ties into my music in the sense that when I try to write songs I kind of try to write glimpses of a moment so that kind of captures like if that makes any sense just capturing a a moment in time kind of, but through a song or a feeling. Um, and so I think it kind of can correlate in that way.
0: That's really interesting. I've never thought of it that way before, but it makes total sense when we're writing songs. Typically, it's a glimpse of a moment, like you were saying, with a certain story or a certain moment, a certain emotion. And it's really awesome how you are so creative in the sense that you're a songwriter and an artist, but you're also an artist in another sense with the photography, which is another kind of art form. So, are there any other kind of art forms that you're interested in too, or is it mostly just in music and photography?
1: I mean, there's no other art that I do myself, but I appreciate art. I studied uh, art history like throughout college, just uh, at like university. Um, actually, yeah, we, you're American, so college. <laughs> um, uh, and so I, yeah, I always enjoyed learning about art, but uh, I'm not a natural artist in any in any sense of, of the word, in terms of like painting or drawing. Um, but the art and like theater and stuff that I enjoy also is similar in terms of the fact that it's like, re- kind of like a realistic moment in time, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So how do you pull your photography into your music when you are touring with the photo diaries on Instagram and things like that?
1: Yeah, well, I thought it'd be fun because I was traveling by myself. I've been on tour with um, a band called the Trials of Cato and for the like since October um, off and on. But I was driving a lot by myself and I thought it would be interesting to document what it's like touring, um, especially on your own, because it can be a really kind of lonely experience. Um And actually, I have to say, like, doing the photos during that tour made it more fun to be alone than without doing them, because it kind of gave me a reason to
0: uh, appreciate that uh, alone time. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's really interesting, too. And I'm sure, like, looking back on those pictures, there's a lot of memories tied to... The images, I'm sure, and so I think it's really cool how you're doing that. And just in general, like anytime I'm doing something, like playing a show or doing some kind of event, I always always take pictures because they're really good memories to have to look back on. And I think it's really awesome that you kind of take that a step further and document the tour. That's incredible.
1: Thank you. No, it's been fun. So, yeah, I like it' because I I don't always Carry a camera with me everywhere anymore, and so like forcing myself to to do that was it was it reminded me how much I enjoy taking photos for fun.
0: So. Yeah, absolutely. So, do you do photography like for others? Like, do you take photo shoots for people, or do you mostly do it for your own work?
1: So yeah, so I also do like headshots and kind of like press photos um, and things like that. So. <laughs> Uh, Yes, I do photography for other people as well. Um, I haven't done it as much in the last few years because I've been busy uh, with music stuff more, but I, yeah, I, I do that too.
0: That's so interesting and I am kind of relating as well with you being interested in these different art forms because along with being a songwriter I'm an author as well. I just got an agent in November, so it's really awesome. interesting. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. It's really interesting when you have different passions in the arts because you really want to do them both or more, depending on how many someone may be doing, but you also need to like dedicate the time to what needs priority at that moment. So I think that balance and making sure to not go too long without doing one is really important. Yeah, that makes sense. So let's shift gears a little into your songwriting. So what would you say is your songwriting process?
1: Um, Often I will kind of just feel like I want to write a song. Um, or when I'm when there is a song to be written, I sort of just feel like, okay, I'm going to try to sit and write a song or I, um, am dealing with something or just trying to express something and I'll sit. Usually I write often. I write in my bed, but I'll sit and I'll like record on my iPhone. Um, just like playing, I, I'll play and sing at the same time, like strum on the guitar and sing at the same time, and just sort of start to, in a way, like sketch out a song, and then I'll listen back, and I'll write down the parts I like, and I'll just keep building the song from there. But usually, this, the lyrics and the and the music go together.
0: Yeah, no, that's incredible. So, what would you say are some of your main ins- inspiration points for your music, and some themes that commonly come up in your songs?
1: Yeah. So typically. Um, I write about emotions, I guess, and and relationships and kind of, I think I partly do it to try to make sense of what I'm actually like thinking and feeling. And then sometimes when I finish a song, it shows me what I feel more than how I could express it in another way.
0: Yeah, no, I completely relate to that. I think... I like to look at songs as a mirror in a way where it's reflecting a certain experience or emotion back at you. So I completely relate to that. And I really like, too, how you focus so much on relationships in that when you were writing the album, maybe you didn't have a theme in mind when you were doing the songs, but looking at the finished record, you can see a theme in that. I think it's really cool how we unintentionally put themes into our projects. So tying back a little bit to the photography, when you're getting ready to do actual releases and you're getting like pictures done and graphic design for cover art and things like that, are you super hands on with that? Do you know graphic design as well? Or do you have somebody who does that side of things for you? Um,
1: I am by no means a graphic designer. I, I have Photoshop, but I know how to do various bits uh, of layout in, in there, but I'm not in any way a graphic designer uh i I can do very simple graphic design but an actual graphic designer would uh scoff at me calling myself
0: one (laughs) (laughs) that's incredible i love it i really think it's great how we're able to work with such talented people who have strange scenarios that we don't because i cannot do graphic design either
1: (laughs) i did try i took a class once and it was supposed to be like an eight week course, and it was on a Saturday, and it was eight hours long, and I think I made it through one and a half of them, and I just like, it wasn't for me. <laughs> well, it's good but it would have been good it if it. I had completed it, though. It would have been good actually, because it was like, you know, that seems like a good skill yeah. to have. But uh, it just, yeah, I remember we had to like piece together a, a face on a melon or something, and it was just like, <laughs> I don't know. It was Saturday, and I didn't have to
0: be there. <laughs> <laughs> well, least you tried it.
1: I guess so,
0: (laughs) yeah. Oh, man. So let's chat about your single 18 years. So what was the inspiration behind this one?
1: Um, I'm not going to specifically say uh, other than I'll – it's about a relationship that, like, the feeling of when you realize that you didn't mean what you meant to a person. And so there's, like, a shift in yourself that has to take place in order to change your – view on that relationship so that you can move on
0: yeah I think that's really relatable and definitely emotional and authentic too do you tend to write a lot of songs that are rooted in your deep personal emotions and experiences uh
1: yeah but I do both so some are about me and some are not um so I used to I used to do theater and one of the things that we learned in like theater in like this particular school that I went to um you would write like the background of a character and then from that you could like build and understand like the history of that character and like the emotions that they might feel. And so I feel like you can do that in a song. If you create a world in which the character can feel real, then you can, yeah, you can build that into a song. So a lot of songs, yes, are personal ones, but some aren't. And and hopefully you can't tell which are which. Um, Hopefully they're all
0: relatable. (laughs) Oh my goodness. That's incredible. That's really interesting too, because I've only written ones that are like personal. I never did like a fictional one, which is interesting because I write fiction as an author. So it's funny that one's autobiographical, the other isn't. And I think it's really cool how you said you hope listeners can't really tell which because I think that's the point like when we're releasing songs even if they're about our lives or if they're not like the goal is to make a listener connect and so I think it's really cool how you're able to create songs that are both personal for you and ones that are a little more fictional do you find that one is more difficult to write than the other and maybe when you're releasing is there a little bit more nervous energy with the authentic ones how does that feel for you?
1: I mean, I mostly, like I've said, I mostly write, like most of them I write from my own experience. So those are easier for me to write. But I like, there are other songs I've written, like not on this record actually, but other songs I've written that were from like news articles um, and, and things like that, though writing like about other specific people's experiences, I feel a bit weird about. And I feel like even if like nobody ever knows what those songs are about, I feel like I have to be careful in not like taking away from their experience to write a song, if that makes any
0: sense. Yeah, it definitely does. And I think it's interesting how you said, like one came from like a news article when you're just like reading or watching TV and observing, it's really interesting. So I'm sure there are moments that pique your interest that make you go, okay, yeah, I want to write a song about this. So are there any kind of similarities between the songs that you've written about others or from different point of views that got your attention that made you want to write a song about that particular person or situation.
1: I guess I related to who they were in some way. Um, similar, you know, I, I must have, yeah, been able to relate to an emotion and a story that made me feel driven to write it.
0: Yeah, no, that's great. And I was thinking you would say something like that because it's really interesting when you're writing these songs that aren't necessarily your story, there are other songs that you're writing that you are connecting to, like you're relating to whatever experience that you witnessed or read about that made you want to write a song about it. And so in a way, like you still have a personal investment in that because you have a relation to it. And I think that's really cool. So you mentioned your album and I know that before we started recording, you mentioned another single as well. So can you give the listeners a little overview of what's to come in 2024?
1: So, yeah, so, um, Uh, there's a new song that, uh, will be out around the time of this podcast called Dance We Do. Um, and, uh, I'm really excited about that song. Um, again, it's about a relationship, uh, with someone who, uh, it's, it's about like kind of a tricky relationship where you, you don't quite know where you stand with each other, which I think again, is something that I assume a lot of people go through. Um, the, yeah, like well, the first line is, it's like, you want me gone unless you need me. And then it's like the chorus is, um, it, it, Yeah. There's like a line that says, uh, it's just like, you can't make up your mind about me. It's just like, I can't make up my mind about you. What are we going to do? So it's like that kind of vibe. Um, but hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully people will enjoy listening to it. I, I really like singing that song. Um, yeah. Awesome. And then the album? So yeah, the album comes out um, in the spring, um, in April and it uh, yeah it, uh, it's 10 songs and I, yeah, I don't know. I'm really excited for everybody to hear it. I'm really proud of this record. It's my fourth it's my fourth record. It's my first one that I'm putting out on a label like a label rather is putting it out instead of me just putting it out which is exciting. Um, And yeah, I just hope that people will give it a listen and uh, hopefully find the songs nice to listen to, relatable. I don't know. I just, I don't know what to say really, other than I'm proud of it. And I think that, yeah, hopefully you'll like the songs. Yeah. I will say we recorded this in our house. My husband, Paul Goodwin is a singer songwriter and he produced it. I did. He produced like most of it. I did the vocals by myself for like 30 to 40 hours. Um, and yeah, we just made it in our house. And uh, I think, yeah, I think it works well, if I may say so myself.
0: Yeah, no, that's really exciting. And I'm interested to hear a little more about how this is your first album with a label. How is the process different in terms of when you were doing the writing and choosing what songs to record, did you still have creative freedom in picking the track list and the recording, or was that a little controlled by the label?
1: Um, no, I completely. To be honest, I I made the record and then pitched it to labels, which I've never done before. I've always just made a record and like thrown it online. So no, ev- the everything creative <clears throat> was uh, yeah, it was down to me and. And Paul, like, I mean, I wrote all the songs. There's one co-write on it with my friend, David Ford, who I wrote a record with a few years ago. Um, and he helped me finish a song that I just, uh, I hadn't finished. Like it was a song that I had started writing when we were writing our record. And then he, um, I, I hadn't finished it then. And I just, I couldn't finish it for whatever reason. And, um, and so I asked him to help me with that, but yeah, other than the co-write, I've ri- I wrote all the songs and yeah, like Paul did such a great job with the production and anyway. So yeah, no, I had all the creative uh, freedom. I think I would have a really difficult time. Like it, it would depend. I I would have a tricky time possibly like, unless they were co-written songs, like it would be weird to have things edited in a certain way, maybe out of what you're writing. I don't know.
0: Yeah, no, that's what I like so much about being independent is I can write whatever I want and no one's controlling that. So it's really great that you had creative control and you pitched it and they liked it. What made you want to pitch this one compared to releasing yourself for the past?
1: Well, I think I, <laughs> I think I realized that it would be smart to try to pitch it around. I just hadn't done it before. I like the first. Record I put it out in 2011, like two months before I moved to England. And I I just like put it on iTunes and didn't know what I was doing. The second one, um, I put it out when I had like a one-year-old. And so I couldn't tour with it. And I just, I don't know. And the last one, I tried to to do a campaign nicely, like independently. And it came out like right before COVID. And so that release was like completely weird as well so yeah this time i just thought okay i'll try to just see if anybody might be interested in taking it and helping me you know helping me as a label with it so i'm very happy that um that phil who has a label took it
0: yeah that's really exciting so when you're writing the songs for the album i know you said there's 10 on it were those the 10 that you wrote or were there more that you wrote and then there was a selection process what did that look like
1: There were 11 songs, to be honest with you. And one of them was not, I liked it. It wasn't maybe as strong. And then I played it for a friend and they asked me about that song. They're like, what's up with this song? (laughs) So I thought, okay, I, I responded just by saying, I know it's the weakest song on the album. And so then I toyed with the idea of having it be a secret track. But then it actually just became like so much bigger of a song being the secret track. So anyway, there was one other song in it, which I may release at some point and I do actually like it. I'm not going to tell you the name of it uh, because I don't want to like skew anyone's view of that song, but yeah, so that got selected out, but I'm sure that there were other songs that like I I had a list of a list of songs or like a, a bunch of like ideas for songs. Um, and so, yeah, I guess I, I had more songs than the ones on the record and I picked these ones to go together, um, is the short answer. But, um, like, I have, you know, I have a list of about 16 to 18 songs now where probably half of them are complete completed songs and the other half are, like, a good chorus or, like, a good line or something that I'll try to make for whenever the next record will come out and not anytime soon. But, yeah, so I just am continuously... Writing, I don't know. I don't write every day or anything like that. But I, you know, I write, you know, fairly regularly. And uh, I, yeah, I don't know. So I always, I'll, I'll hopefully will continue to be able to do so and be able to be a bit selective.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So looking back on the whole process of creating this album with the release coming up, what do you think one of the biggest lessons you've learned during this whole experience has been?
1: Well, I guess like there's not a rush to put out a record. Um, No, so you may as well try to do it like as properly as you can. Because, like, in the past with the prior previous releases, I kind of picked a date that I knew they'd come out and then decided to stick to that date. Whereas this time, like, I decided to pitch to record labels instead because even though I really wanted to maybe try to get it out as quickly as possible, it made more sense to try to put it out in the best possible way. So I guess the lesson I learned is to like, take your time and, and try at least to see if you can make anything happen with it. And in this case, um, something did happen. So I'm glad that I did it that way.
0: No that's really great I'm happy you mentioned that because I'm literally the same way I released my debut album in 2021 and then an EP in 2022 and my new album's coming out in 2024 and with my first two projects I definitely like rushed it I had a date in mind and I was stressing everybody out because I was like this is the date I need my music I need my artwork I need my pictures like and I think like as an independent artist too I felt the pressure a lot and the fact that you kind of have to release consistently and so it was less of me wanting to rush it because I wanted to rush it and more of me rushing things because I felt like I had to for the state of the industry which made me really stressed out in the end so this time I'm definitely taking my time with it and I I feel like I'm enjoying the process more so I'm happy that you did that as well with yours. So what is one piece of advice you have for any songwriters listening? I don't know if I would suggest anything. I'll just maybe
1: say something, which is that I go through cycles of like thinking like, what am I doing? But then I keep going. So I guess just like keep going and keep writing music and just make sure it's still fun to do. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, Just yeah. Do it while it's still fun.
0: No, that's really great. I think enjoyment is one of the main reasons why we do what we do. And I think it's important to hold on to the fun side of it and not let that go away because at the end of the day, music is really special. It's a great art form that we have the gift of creating and I think remaining in the whole like fun aspect and enjoying what we're doing. I think that's really, really important. So I love that. For sure.
1: Awesome.
0: Awesome. Well, Annie, it was lovely having you on this show. Before we go, can you share with everybody where they can find you online and check out your music?
1: Yeah, of course. And thank you very much for having me, Demi. Um, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, you can find, uh, you can find my, so my name's Annie Dressner, uh, D-R-E-S-S-N-E-R. And so if you just put that in any social media or, yeah, um, or my website, which is anniedressner.com, you'll be able to find my, my music.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you again for joining me. Listeners, I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Annie Dressner. And of course, until next time, stay stay right right on track. track.